And the winner is... The winner is Mr. Gene Hackman. Lucky lady. Uh, Henry, it's Doyle. Working kind of late at the office, aren't you? Where are you, Popeye? I'm at Chenier's place. I suddenly remembered the Hotel Colonnade. Used to be the Hotel Tanger. Happens to Captain Malasky, I'm going to hold every damn one of you responsible for this. Up yours. Get him out. Hey, man, it's worth... Upstairs, he's going to bed. Dad, this is a couple of mess calls that really handle the guns. Dad, I want to talk to you. Let's see how hot you are on trigonometry. Two and two? Four. Two and three? Four. Oh, that's very good. Anything positive? Well, his reflexes seem to be a little more active on the right side. I think Jerry better stay here with us for a couple of days. And you go home. Except $40,000, $50,000 of my money. Thank you very much. Hold on, my Virginia-educated butter wouldn't melt in her mouth wife used like a whore. Then I have to take her back, pregnant, with a bastard. Pay him $50,000 of my goddamn money? I'll kill every dirty living bastard. Where do you want it? Oh, shit. This Check on this address in the Bronx, and if they don't know you, they're at your ass. Jack Tar Hotel. Three o'clock. Room 773. I heard if you fill me in a little bit once in a while, did you ever think of that? It has nothing to do with me, and even less to do with you. It's curiosity. Did you ever hear of that? It's just goddamn human nature. Listen, if there's one sure classes i'm not talking about dance lessons i'm talking about putting a brick through the other guy's windshield i'm talking about taking it out and chopping it up what do you mean <laughs> i promised you that i would do a show on well he's retired now but everyone who talks about him when he was acting said he was the greatest of his generation. He was born Eugene Allen Hackman. And yesterday he turned 93 years old. And due to his health, he retired. Two Academy Awards, The French Connection, and Unforgiven. In fact... He's not the first actor to work with William Friedkin and say it was a very unpleasant experience. Because, by the way, welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Gene Hackman had to say words that he didn't like 
in the French Connection. And William Friedkin laughed at that. Just as with The Exorcist, um, how I've said this before, he slapped that priest because the priest couldn't emote. But Gene Hackman survived. He went on to work with Coppola in the conversation. He, he also went on to do a, one of my favorites, The Royal Tenenbaums. You know, when people look at Gene Hackman, they think seriousness. They don't think comedian. And if you've ever seen Young Frankenstein, the audience didn't even know who that was until the credits rolled. Oh, shit, that's Gene Hackman. So... He stopped making films in 2000. When was it? I think it was 2004. From there on, he became a novelist. Um, he did voiceovers for Lowe's. So if you ever hear that commercial with the voice for Lowe's, that's Mr. Gene Hackman. Um, he's a California native, San Bernardino. Served in the military from 1946 to 1950. Started at the Great American... Was it the Great American Playhouse? Ah, the Pasadena Playhouse in California, where he befriended Dustin Hoffman. In fact, think of, think of that. Hoffman, Hackman, and Duvall all knew each other. And how... One right after another, they became successful. Dustin Hoffman did The Graduate. Hello. Boom. Robert Duvall does The Godfather, NTHS. Boom. And Gene Hackman does Bonnie and Clyde. And there you go. Um, I mean, so many films, so many. When you hear that voice, you know who it is. And, of course, my generation knows him as Lex Luthor in the Superman films. <laughs> and I, he, brought a little, he brought a little comedy to it. I mean, when you've got um, Richard Pryor and others in... Uh, you know Superman. Which which Superman? What Superman was it? I forget. Um. But yeah, as as an as an actor, he is truly truly missed. Many many people have played Lex Luthor, but I mean, his his truly is the shit. It's the shit. You know, when you, you've got in a you know, an Oscar winning actor playing Lex Luthor. You know, Gene Hackman knows how to deliver those lines. He knows how to emote. And um, sometimes he can play a character very straightforward as he does in uh, 
many of his films. He's playing the tough guy. <laughs> he did one film with another actor who we regard very, very highly. And I'm trying to remember when I watched it. 1973's Scarecrow. 50 years. This was the only film he ever did with Al Pacino. Al Pacino was fresh off Godfather 1. Probably at the time making Godfather 2. And here he was playing a drifter with with Gene Hackman in Scarecrow. Behold, the captains of industry, the prospective owners of Maxie's Car Wash, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Maybe Maxie's Car Wash. Car Wash. Yeah. Okay. For every car, there is dirt. Max and Lion. The only difference between them and the Rockefellers is a few hundred million dollars and about 1,500 miles. First off, there's Max. I've got to tell you something about me. I mean, it's not a lie, you know what I mean? Yeah? I don't trust anybody. I don't love anybody. <laughs> hey, we're going to be partners, okay? Okay? All right, come on. Max did six years in prison for beating the hell out of a guy, and it didn't teach him a thing. Okay? All right. No, Max. Just one way. Max, one way. Get out. Believe it or not, Max is the brains of the partnership. Oh, all of me. Plastic pipe for your building. $600. And then there's Lion. I think your specialty is going to be waxing. Waxing? No, no, and um, keeping the customers happy. Lion figures if you can make somebody laugh, you won't ever need to fight. Why did you call stupid girl? Get out of here. Lion is a scarecrow. Who's laughing? You don't have to hit people. Not if you make them laugh. No. Crows are not scared. Crows are scared. No. And the uh, uh, crows are laughing. Crows are laughing. Right. You know, in the joint, I heard some tales, man. Oh, boy, Holly, I, I heard some tall tales. Uh, I mean, uh, you're not playing with a full deck, man. It's been five years. You know, your wife might be married. She might have moved away. Why don't you give her a call? Look, I want to see my kid, right? What am I going to do? Shove the lamp through the phone? Sure, sure. Send the money and see the world. Annie, please. Look, let me come over. I don't want to see you. Max and Lion, the prospective owners of Maxie's Car Wash. All they have to do is get to Pittsburgh. But between California and Pennsylvania, there are a lot of ups. Clinks <laughs> on the hands for everybody. and a lot of downs. Max and Lion, the future owners of Maxie's Car Wash, Pittsburgh, PA. I wanted to play that because not a lot of people know that film. It we could call it it is a forgotten film. 
celebrating 50 years. That's the only time Gene Hackman worked with Al Pacino. Top of their game, you know? Now, <laughs> Gene Hackman did a lot of films in his in a very long, long career. All right? And, you know, first film, or not the first film, first first Oscar was for uh, French Connection, 1971. Probably the best car chase ever. Um, yeah. I don't think we could play the car chase, can we? Nobody been under that car since it came. I mean, it, it's it's an intense film. It's an intense film, and there, there's a. I I could see why Hackman didn't like talking the way he talked in the film. And um, yeah. And then in 1992, almost 30 years later, he won his second Oscar, for, or 20 years later, for Best Supporting Actor in Unforgiven, directed by Clint Eastwood. Who's the fellow who owns this shit all? Or crawled at one time or another. 
And I'm here to kill you, little Bill. For what you did to Ned. Boys better move away. gentlemen he's got one barrel left when he fires that take out your pistols and shoot him down like a mangy scoundrel he is and for his performances little bill gene hackman won his second oscar but my favorite film is a film he wasn't even nominated for he won a golden globe for his performance and that is as royal tenenbaum in the royal tenenbaums I'm royal. Have you heard of me? I'm very sorry for your loss. Your mother was a terribly attractive woman. Thank you. Which one are you? Ari. Who's the I'm your granddad? Hello. <laughs> See how matter of fact he is. That's why I love the film. I love his performance. That's probably that in conversation are probably his best performances. There were three extraordinary children in the Tenenbaum family. I said sell it, yeah. Chaz Tenenbaum was a financial expert and started buying real estate in his early teens. Margot Tenenbaum was an acclaimed playwright and won a Pulitzer Prize in the ninth grade. Richie Tenenbaum was a champion tennis player ranked second in the world by age 17. They were brilliant. They were famous. They were unlucky enough to be the children of a man named Royal Tenenbaum. Are you getting divorced? It doesn't look good. Was that our fault? Obviously, we made certain sacrifices as a result of having children, but uh, no, Lord, no. Thank you, Pagoda. Now, for the first time in 22 years... I hear you're dying. Ooh, how are you going to last? A month, a year? I've got six weeks to set things right. <laughs> They're all living together under the same roof in harmony. I love you more than anything. Good. Yes, sir. 
Long friendship. in tournament play and not talk about the next step until you've climbed the one in front of you. I'm sure going to the state finals is beyond your wildest dreams, so let's just keep it right there. Forget about the crowds, the size of the school, their fancy uniforms, and remember what got you here. Focus on the fundamentals that we've gone over time and time again. And most important, don't get caught up thinking about winning or losing this game. If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. Okay? And that, of course, is Coach Dale, played by Gene Hackman, his motivational speech in the film Hoosiers. Other clips I played were Enemy of the State with Will Smith before he started slapping people. I'm sure Gene Hackman could have slapped him right back. Uh, And then the other was the Royal Tenenbaums. So he had a very long and illustrious career. Um. I believe his final, or no, no, it wasn't his final. He's nominated for multiple films. I mean, you look at a very, that's a very long career, okay? Um, started out the Pasadena Playhouse. Um, he was in Reds with Warren Beatty, Under the Fire, No Way Out. Huh. I mean... Yeah. On July 7th, 2004, Gene Hackman gave a rare interview to Larry King where he announced that he had no future film projects lined up and believed his acting career was over. In 2008, while promoting his third novel, he confirmed that he had retired from acting. When asked during a GQ interview in 2011 if he would ever come out of retirement to do one more film, he said he might consider it. If I could do it in my own house, maybe without them disturbing anything, just one or two people. He briefly came out of retirement to narrate two documentaries related related to the Marine Corps, the unknown flag raiser of Hiroshima, and we, the Marines. Because, if you don't know it, Gene Hackman was a Marine. Um, yeah. Lifelong Democrat. Oh, but he's fondly of uh, of Reagan. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, first film, The Mad Dog Call, uncredited. 
final film, Welcome to Mooseport. So, after a long, long career, he retired. And as we would say on the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, no fucks were given when it came to Gene Hackman's retirement. And I'm sure that's uh, according to him. This is what the director, Al, the late Alan Parker, who worked with Gene Hackman on Mississippi Burning, said, Gene is someone who is very intuitive and in, an instinctive actor. The brilliance of Gene Hackman is that he can look at a scene and he can cut through to what is necessary and what he does with extraordinary economy. He is the quintessential movie actor. He's never showy ever, but he always is right on his mark. You better fucking believe it. Of course, there was uh, the French Connection, too. But there was a tough film that he did in that canon, Mississippi Burning, which I just mentioned. Good morning. My name's Alan Ward. I'm with the FBI. Federal Bureau of Integration. That get up, you ain't exactly undercover, are you now? We're here to see Sheriff Stuckey. Sheriff's right busy now. You'll have to wait or come back some other time. We'll wait. shit ass you you got about two seconds to get the sheriff out of here i'm gonna kick the goddamn door in okay well hell like we got some company some hoover boys come down to visit how you doing good i'm sheriff stuckey rupert anderson rupert uh-huh we've been expecting you i assume you met my deputy mr pale sure did you down here to help us solve our nigger problems? No, uh, it's just a missing person case. Mm. Well, come on. Say, uh, you gonna want your boy in on this? Sheriff, I'm Special Agent Ward, and I'm in charge of this case. We think it might be a little more serious than missing persons. I don't think so, boy. In fact, you know what I think it is? It's a publicity stunt cooked up by that Martin Luther King fella. <laughs> come on. That's what I'm talking about. It's tough. And a comment in the video section says that when Gene Hackman smiles at you, that's not necessarily a good thing. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So I want to end tonight with the conversation. Now, some would say that Enemy of the State is perhaps an unofficial sequel to Francis Ford Coppola because, remember, he was making Godfather 2 and The Conversation, I think, at the same time. Hey, 
This is a world of hidden mics and two-way mirrors. A world where nothing is private. Do you think we can do this? Later in the week. Harry Cole is an expert. The best there is. Let me tell you something about Harry Cole. The best bar none. I'll drink to that. Best what? The best bugger on the West Coast. What about me? He can bug anybody, anytime, anywhere. Nobody knows how you did it, though, Harry. It was the hell of a scandal, too. Look, you see him? The man with the hearing aid, like Charles. He's been following us all They're not people to him, just voices. Three people were murdered, that's all. He doesn't know them, and they don't know him. Uh, had nothing to do with me. I mean, I just turned in the tape. Last I've said, I've been involved in some work that I think will be used to hurt these two young people. Now, I want to pull away because one of the actors of the conversation, also of Laverne and Shirley, Shamil Shamazel, Cindy Williams died. So, yeah, think, think about that. Think about all of these actors whew, who are no longer with us, and yet at 93 years young, Mr. Gene Hackman still lives. He is retired. He no longer acts. I wanted to read this. This is from the man himself. Acting was something I wanted to do since I was 10. I saw my first movie and I was captured by it. the action guys. Jimmy Cagney was my favorite without realizing it. I could see he had tremendous timing and vitality. Before he went to the uh, Pasadena Playhouse, he began studying journalism and television production at the University of Illinois under the GI Bill, but left and moved back to California. All right. <laughs> I want to see. I forgot he was in Reds. Reds. Reds is such a long, epic movie. I mean, talk talk about a really amazing cast. Um, I wanted to find... Ah, there we go. So, for his nominations, Bonnie and Clyde, Best Supporting Actor. I Never Sang for My Father. He won for The French Connection. Again, was nominated for Mississippi Burning. And won again for Unforgiven. He won a BAFTA for the French Connection and the Poseidon Adventure. Oh, my. And the Unforgiven. Golden Globe for the French Connection, Unforgiven, Royal Tenenbaums, the Cecil B. DeMille Award. And a Screen Actors uh, Guild Award for the Birdcage, the cast. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. Okay, here we go. All right. Someone has his... Okay. They provided his military decorations. U.S. Marine Corps. Yep. So this former Marine 
became one of the great actors of his generation. Not just a dramatic actor, but he was funny. I mean, the Royal Tenenbaums, that, just how he walks that line when he meets his grandkids for the first time and he's like, he's like, uh, you, hear, you, you hear me? I'm royal. I'm sorry for your loss. Your mother was an extremely attractive woman. <laughs> See how he walks that? And then he's like, you know, I don't get invited to these things very much. What do you think about that? Kind of like a fuck you to the old man. Yeah. And then how he says to his grandkids, he says, he's like, come on, let's shag ass. <laughs> I think that's what he says. And then, you know, they go on these adventures. That's why I love the Royal Tenenbaums. They go on these adventures, and it's hilarious. And it doesn't seem that like he's acting is really in there, as he was in the birdcage. I mean, he dressed up as kind of like a Shelly Winters. <laughs> Shelly Winters kind of type. Well, you know, he was in uh, the Poseidon Adventure with Shelly. I'm trying to remember. See, I haven't seen the Poseidon Adventure in a long time. I really haven't. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, there are other films that I didn't mention. Um, I mean, certain people that I know would kill me if I don't mention. I mean, let's let's look at his fin- filmography. I mean, shit, you know. Get Shorty, Crimson Tide, The Quick and the Dead, Wyatt Earp, Geronimo, An American Legend, The Firm, Postcards from the Edge. That's such a good movie. Uh, Superman, The Quest for Peace. (laughs) Yep, yep. Red, Superman 2, All Night Long. The French Connection 2. Cisco Pike, of course, The Poseidon Adventure. All right. Hawaii, Lilith. A Convent with Death. The split, gypsy moths, I mean, marooned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a long and illustrious career. Yeah, so happy 93rd birthday, Mr. Hackman. Still just giving giving it your all. I mean, you know, he's retired. If you look at his contemporaries... Dustin Hoffman. I think Dustin Hoffman still works. Uh, You've heard me talk about the pale blue eye. Robert Duvall, who is also in his 90s, still works. But Gene, you know, I think for I, I think it was in an interview for health reasons. I think he had like a heart issue. The doctor was like, whatever you're doing, stop. And so he stopped. And he He's allowed to. When you've worked that long and you've received that kind of acclaim and accolades from the acting community, I mean, you you know, you won't really hear a bad thing said about Gene Hackman. The only thing that I've ever heard was he didn't particularly like um, 
Wes Anderson writing for him with, with in mind. But he seemed to enjoy the experience. So January 30th, 1930, and here we are January 31st, day later, 2023, and it's Gene Hackman Day. So happy birthday, Mr. Hackman. Um, yeah. Just remember, you know, this generation is always about the modern day car chases, like the Fast and the Furious. And I remember saying to someone in my family once, I said, you know, you can have your little Fast and Furious, but if you want to see a real car chase, watch the French Connection. And that car chase, that's epic. As always, unpleasant dreams. <laughs>